being a CEO is being the example that you want to be for people, I think. Like whenever you visualize the person you want to be, I think that it's that, but knowing that you want other people to look up to that leadership figure. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Desanti Cardin of Tough Luck. Desanti, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. As I was saying, I'm very impressed with how you've streamlined podcasting. It was so smooth. Definitely. Well, no, I appreciate you uh, for, for spending some time out. Always enjoy hearing compliments. So we'll have to definitely have you back on because I love hearing, you know, great things about this. And <laughs> what I wanted to do is just read some of the great things that you're doing as well, too. And Desanti is a musician and entrepreneur based in Houston, Texas. She founded Tough Luck, the media company, and posts regularly on her self-titled YouTube channel. Her content is focused on solopreneurship and human optimization to educate her audience on the importance of being aware of one's biological and mental health and how it impacts executing on their dreams. Desansi, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, definitely. Hi, everyone. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to, to hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story? Well, did you get started with your business? Yes. So I've been, I guess starting little businesses here and there since I was in high school. I pretty much was raised kind of hands-off, so nobody ever told me that I couldn't do something. And so I decided I wanted to be a graphic designer. So I had no idea how to use Photoshop or any programs like that, but I drew something up and I took a picture of it and scanned it and traced it on another editing program. And then I created t-shirts and then I started selling the t-shirts and then from there, I went into, I guess, a t-shirt manufacturing career. And then I also vendored at different events. And um, I got, my biggest event was Vans Warped Tour. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Mm -mm. They, they're not touring anymore. But um, yeah, that was a pretty big deal for my merch brand. And then after I got my dream job in the t-shirt industry, working for a print-on-demand shop, um, I ended up being a manager there. And I was very young and I realized I didn't want to be working for another company, even though I was doing what, you know, what was the end goal for t-shirt manufacturing or anything like that. Um, so then I decided to quit. And during all of that, I was having other streams of income, such as I was dog sitting. And then I was also doing affiliate marketing. And with the t-shirt brand, I was also growing my Instagram and social medias along the way. And so... I was like, I could just do this full time. And so at that time, I decided to quit my job and pursue all the other little things that I was doing. Eventually, social media was the one that stuck. And of course, personal branding is huge right now. And that's the one that I stuck to. Then I created my podcast, Tough Luck, which is now my media company. And basically, we interview people just like this and entrepreneurs and creatives that inspire me because I'm still very young and I'm still learning as I go. So I love talking to others that are doing the same or have done the same. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's absolutely huge. I, I love to kind of hear the journey. I think so many times when we see people or we hear somebody on a podcast, we think that it, they just woke up yesterday and then they decided to start doing things. But there's definitely, you know, a process that goes with that. And I and it definitely sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of those things and probably skills, whether it be the graphic design and all the things you do, you've been doing, probably overlap into some of the skills and things that you're, you're doing now. Yes, definitely. And also being a manager for another company now teaches me has taught me to be a manager for myself. And then I have a VA and I know how to streamline things and how to write processes and make sure that everything is running how it should run because I have that experience. So everything built up to what it is now. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely have to remind ourselves of that. And, and so I know I touched on and you did as well too, a little bit about your media company. Could you take us through a little bit more on uh, what you're doing, how you're serving clients and, and what exactly we can listen to and find there? Yes. Yeah, so right now I'm creating content. Um, I started a series about making money online and I'm going through all of the streams of income that I have experienced the past couple of years or several years. So for example, the first video in the series was my four streams of income while I was in high school. And then one that I just released yesterday was my six streams of income when I first quit my job. And so right now it's educational. So right now we're teaching other people um, how to do the same thing that I did, but then also with a focus on the health and nutrition, which is the human optimization part, because I'm very big on how health impacts your performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely appreciate that. And, you know, when I was reading that bio, I, I felt like it was very, very timely, especially now, because I think so many times we're not checking in with ourselves, making sure our cup is full. And we obviously sometimes realize that that impacts us um, from our health and our mental standpoint, but it also affects our ability to be able to reach our goals because if we don't take care of ourselves, then it's hard to really be able to reach and take care of those goals. Yes, definitely. And so the name tough luck derives from the quote, um, the world owes you nothing. It was here first by mm. Mark Twain. And so meaning that life is kind of like, well, tough luck, you have to do things on your own and figure it out. And a lot of my content is on teaching people how to have that mindset and also tangible things like step-by-step -step things on how to do this or different um, streams of income and or side hustle ideas so they can also own their life. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know, definitely, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, it kind of sounds like um, you, you talked about in your story and the way you got started with everything and how you weren't necessarily told, you know, how to do this in this way. It sounds like that's something that you're helping to empower others with that ability to be able to figure out exactly how they want to do what they want to do. And of course, you know, learn as much as possible from you and all the awesome content that you're creating, but just, I guess, tap into that mindset of, you don't have to necessarily go this way because everybody else has gone this way and you've taught yourself to do this way. Yes, exactly. Because everyone right now, especially as adults, we have so many limiting beliefs that they were raised a certain way or told that they had to follow a certain system or go to college. And that just clouds all of their dreams and aspirations. And I was blessed to not really, um, and I had to turn my narrative around because at first I was like, oh my God, my childhood was so bad. Like mm -hmm. I have all, of, you know, but I had to switch that around and be like, if it wasn't for that, I would not have had such drive to make something out of myself. And so now I want to teach others that they can do anything that, that they set their mind to, no matter how many resources they think they don't have. 
Yeah. And it's, you start to, to tap into that creativity. And, and I, I remember hearing somebody say, you know, you don't need to increase your resources, you need to increase your resourcefulness and to be able to kind of tap into your ability to be able to find a way. And as you said, kind of flip that switch or maybe even take a different perspective and understand the things that we think are limiting us are really sometimes empowering us and giving us that ability to be even bigger and better than what we thought we could be. Yes, definitely. Reframing, um, I guess, looking inward and then approaching it a different way. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, I wanted to ask you, and you might have already touched on this for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself, your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I would say what we just spoke about, my resourcefulness. I feel like every single business that I've started, I have had little to no money starting it. And all I had was the internet and my brain. And I feel like because also I've lost so much with so many failed businesses in the past years that now that I don't have that to scare me. So anything that I look at, I'm not really like, oh, where is it going to go? Because I know what I'm capable of and I've already lost so much that it doesn't hurt me anymore. Yeah, that's extremely powerful. It's so funny that you say that because I almost believe that I've learned more from the mistakes that I've made. And I think the biggest thing that sometimes you kind of learn is that it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. And I think sometimes when I've failed at things, you think the world's going to end and I'm never going to be able to start again. But sometimes when you come out of those things and you, you know, maybe things don't go the way you want them to go, but you get those lessons and all that information on how to do things better. You realize that taking a chance, going for things, trying things, is not the the bad thing it's really a gift in and of itself yeah yeah I've learned a lot and especially since my rough upbringing I've gone hungry I've slept in my car and so going through all of that has really made me fearless in all these different approaches and also kind of not being scared to look a certain way in front of people and you have to stop caring about what others think of you and kind of laugh you know because everything that offends you or like everything that other people perceive of you is just from an insecurity. And so whenever you can laugh at yourself and love yourself, which it all stems from, then it's just a lot easier to try new things because you won't care. Yeah, absolutely. I truly believe that's power and gold to be able to to be able to laugh at yourself, because I think so many times we're making decisions and doing things based off external things rather than, you know, being okay with ourselves, having that power, having that self-appreciation for each for ourselves. And and so um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Systems. Uh, writing everything down, but simplified systems. So for example, whenever I go through what I need to do in the day, I write everything down. And then the first thing I do is figure out what I can cross off that doesn't need to be done right then. So I've actually been following the concept of minimalism the past two years, and it has completely changed how I work. Um, And everything, building a process for everything, even eating and sleeping and habits, um, simplifying everything and systemizing it to where whenever you're having a bad mental day, you fall back on the system and then, you know, it's just better that way because you have that to fall back on as opposed to leading with emotion. You just have that to guide you. 
Yeah, and that's absolutely huge. And I love, you know, that minimalistic approach, especially too, because I think so many times we think about it, about having less stuff, but it, it translates into so many different aspects of our life and our business. And, and I think when you can really, you know, drill down and understand the steps by which you're taking in order to get to a goal, um, it also allows you to kind of look at those steps, because so many times we don't realize that we've adopted habits and we don't sometimes even know where we got them from but to really look down and, and look at those processes and all those things to understand like is this really getting me to where I want to be I think it gives us again more power and more I guess quote-unquote control over those things and how we can increase our likelihood of being successful yes another thing that really changed the way I work was uh, for about a week I wrote down everything that I did every 30 minutes or to an hour or I wrote down what I was doing and then a timestamp with it. And then I would reflect on it the day and at the end of the day and see, okay, what is helping me reach my goals and what was unnecessary. And I was very surprised to see how much time I was spending doing certain things that weren't really benefiting me. Yeah. And it's so many times we don't realize, you know, we're um, sometimes in autopilot or even distracted from those things. And I think one of the things that I, I think I found some time tracker or something like that, and you realize like how much time you're spending in certain things. And when you start to really look at that, you can make those tweaks and changes, which is where I think the power comes from to help you get closer to doing the things that can help you reach whatever those goals might be. Yes, definitely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I would tell myself and I tell other people and myself because I'm very spread out and I have like 20 things going on at once and I just want to be working on the next project. But something I'm pledging to this year for myself is to focus on one thing. And there's a book called One Thing. I forgot who it's by, um, but I Keller. bought it. Y yeah, you, you, I'm yeah, about I to read that, that. Someone recommended it to me, but because I'm so like at this point in my career, I'm like, that's it. I need to focus on one thing because I'm not growing at the rate that I want to. And it's probably because I'm like focused on music and then on the podcast and then YouTube and all these different things. And so this year is just going to be for tough luck and that's it. And that's what I'm telling other people that are starting social medias. And um, I talk to a lot of people that wanna be content creators as well. And I'm absolutely appreciate that. And I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Desante, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO is being the example that you want to be for people, I think. Like whenever you visualize the person you want to be, I think that it's that, but knowing that you want other people to look up to that leadership figure. Nice. Like when I think of myself as a CEO, I think of who's the person that I want to be and who's the person that I want to be a good example for my peers. Nice. Yeah, I think um, Matthew McConaughey has this, I think he won an Oscar or something like that. He has a speech where he talks about his hero is himself five years from now. And he, if he knows that he's going to become that person, he has to start acting like those per that person. So he starts to take those actions towards doing that. And then, you know, in five years, you ask him, like, who's his 
um, his his hero. Did he reach that hero's level status? And no, he didn't because he has another There's five another years of that now. person. Exactly. So <laughs> when you start to really tap into that, you get more present in terms of the process. You get more present in terms of all the awesome things that you're doing, but you're also setting that standard, setting that example for so many people that are looking um, at you and, and mentioning you potentially in podcasts. So um, definitely appreciate that that definition. I wanted to to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you. To follow me and message me on Instagram. I love talking to people on Instagram or YouTube. YouTube has a lot of good content um, that everyone that's an aspiring entrepreneur could learn a lot from, especially the young ones. My audience is mostly um, like early 20s and younger, I would say. And so yeah. Awesome. You're and your, go follow me on YouTube. your handle? My handle is at Desanti Cardin. Okay. Awesome. First and last name. Perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect. Well, we'll definitely have those links and information in the show notes as well, too. But definitely appreciate you, Desanti, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.